Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks. I am Fred Houston, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. You know, folks, uh, for those of you that have been uh, following me on Facebook today, I posted a joke about the uh, about the gas uh, prices going up, and I think I said something to the effect, like, my loan finally got approved. I can now get a full tank of gas. And e- even though it was a joke, it, it got me thinking. You know, as, as some of you are aware that I'm setting up a, a training center here in Melbourne, Florida, and... I've been hiring all kinds of contractors, you know, plumbers, electricians or whatever, and I'm kind of shocked at the price. And I kind of got thinking, you know, how is these high rise in fuel prices affecting us in the stone and tile industry? So what I decided to do is to give you guys some tips on not only how to save on fuel, uh, but also how to communicate to your customers uh, your any price increases you have, and it's it's kind of a tricky situation, and uh, you want to be real careful there. Now, usually I don't talk, you know, the business side on, on this particular show. It's more technical, but I, I thought this was was really something that needed to be discussed uh, on my show as well as some of the uh, other shows as well. So, I want to start out by first stating that this is going to be non-political. I don't want anybody calling in saying, you know. Biden this, Trump this, or whatever. It's going to be purely a non-political topic. We're going to be talking about how to save on these rising gas prices and how to communicate it to your your customers. So if you have a comment and it's non-political, if you have some savings tip or just an opinion, I would love to hear it. So the call-in number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. Uh, if you're on Facebook, I know I sent out an event for this particular show on Facebook. You can go ahead and message me there as well if you want to write in uh, your question or your comment. Be glad to read them. I read them on the air. All right, I'm going to start out by aging myself. And I remember back in 1973, parking my car at the gas station the night before in this big, big, long line. Now, here's where the aging myself comes into play. Gas prices in 1973, I remember paying 38 cents a gallon. And the world was in an uproar in in that year and actually the year after when they raised the prices to 55 cents a gallon. So that kind of shows you, you know, where we've gone over the past, God, how many years ago was that? You know, 40 years or so, 50 years maybe now. So uh, it's, it's quite an increase. So let's talk about the ways to save. And some of you may have heard this. Some of you may find this, you know, repetitive or you've heard it on news channels or whatever. But I did quite a bit of research today. 
And a few things I'm going to add to it of ways that I've actually saved on fuel. And um, the first thing I would highly recommend, you know, we're in, we're in the age now where apps are everything is is to get an app, get it, get a get a, a fuel app, uh, Gas Buddy. Uh, I think it's GasBuddy.com. I know our news station here advertises it all the time. Will you allow? Will allow you to check gas prices in whatever location you're at. So you can simply put in your zip code, and it'll tell you where the cheapest gas is for that day uh, in your particular neighborhood or city or or wherever. So that's really kind of cool, but. You know, when I checked out Gas Buddy today, I also said, you know, I wonder where in the world is the cheapest gas? Well, first of all, let's back up and talk about what state has the cheapest gas. And all the research that I could come up with, it looks like Oklahoma has the cheapest gas in the United States right now. So if you're from Oklahoma, uh, lucky you, I guess, (laughs) you have the cheapest gas. Uh, Not that much cheaper. I think the average today in Oklahoma was $3.70. Here in Florida, it's over $4, and uh, for you unfortunate souls that have to buy gas in California, I think it's it's topping over $5, so who knows where that's going to go. But that Gas Buddy app, as well as some of those other apps that are out there, is really a good app that can that can put you uh, in the right in the right frame. Now, one of the things that I've done here in Florida, and I don't know where you guys are listening from if you have gas stations that offer what they call gas reward programs. And I'm involved, I'm enrolled in one here called Cumberland Farms, and their price is usually 10 cents a gallon cheaper uh, than what all the other gas stations are. So, if you know, I'm paying, well, t- I filled up today, gas was uh, $4.29 a gallon, and I paid $4.19 a gallon. So uh, those that didn't have that particular award program were spending 10 cents more. Now, if you have a big, huge truck, uh, you know, a big diesel truck or, or whatever, you're going to pay more than that. If you're filling up and driving all over town, that savings adds up quite a bit. So I'd highly recommend that you look at some of these reward programs that some of these gas stations are offering because it could save you a, a lot of money, that, that 10 cents a gallon. And in some cases, if you go to like a Sam's Club, um, you know, uh, what's the other one, Costco, BJ's, they're even cheaper uh, I know here in, uh, in in Florida, our BJ's is probably the cheapest gas gas around. So, and it's going to vary obviously from from where you are. So that's one way that I would look at, you know, sa- saving saving gas. Uh, also, some of your grocery store uh, rewards programs. You know, what again? I don't know what grocery stores you guys have in your locale, but we have uh, several grocery stores here that. When you sign up for their rewards program, you're not only getting discounts on their groceries, but you can also get discounts on gas. And some of those can be quite substantial and add up, as I said, relatively relatively quickly. And then, of course, you have your credit cards, you know, your American Express, your Visa, your MasterCards, or whatever other credit card you have. A lot of times you can save a lot with those, although you need to be careful with, with credit cards uh, on certain gas stations, I know here in Florida we have an issue where, you know, there'll be a certain uh, price on the on the sign, and you get up to the pump, and that's the cash price. That's not the credit price. You know, you slip your credit card in, and all of a sudden, you're paying ten, twenty, even thirty cents more using your credit card. So make sure you read the pump really, really carefully, because a lot of times, uh, those prices that are being announced are cash cash prices. Now, when do you think the cheapest day 
to fill your tank up is. You know, you think it's Monday, Tuesday, you know, weekend or whatever. Well, according to AAA, Monday is the day. Monday seems to be the cheapest day uh, to fill up fill up your tank. That's when the prices, I, I usually, I know here they're, well, they go up daily now, but uh, in, in the past, before this crisis, they would raise them every Wednesday. So I try to get gas either on Monday or Tuesday, but you guys know your area, you know, a lot better than, a lot better than I do. All right. Again, the call-in number is 323-870-3968 if you're listening live. If you're not listening live, you're listening to this podcast, don't call in because no one will answer. All right. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break here. And when I come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about price increases and what you guys, you know, need to do or how to handle your customers uh, when it comes to price increasing. So I'll be back right after this. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains. Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Toughskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with the proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Toughskin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. Alrighty, folks, we're talking about these high gas prices, and uh, now we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, how to break it to your customers. I mean, obviously, if these prices are going up, your prices are going up. Uh, some of you may say, well, I'm a fabricator. I don't ride around too much. I just deliver to my customer. But, you know, everything you use has got to be delivered. And those are going to be delivered in trucks, which means you're going to be paying more. You're going to be paying more for your stone. You're going to be paying more for your setting materials. You're going to be paying more for your diamonds. And it's just about everything is affected by gas prices. So I'm sure you've seen that. I know I've seen that at the grocery store. I've seen that in uh, supplies I'm buying now for the new school, uh, everything. I mean, if it, from from rags to diamonds to, you know, the, the stone itself is just, it's getting really, really uh, ridiculous as far as pricing goes. And because of that, you have to raise your prices. So how do you go about raising your prices without, you know, losing your customers or alarming your customers? And I, I have some several tips for you. And again, if you, you have a, some tips here, please feel free to call in 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. The first thing I would say is look at your competition. Now, you know, your competitors and your competition is going to differ from, you know, area to area, depending on where you're from. Maybe you don't have any and you're, and you're lucky, but, you know, see what they're doing. See if their prices are being raised. Uh, you know, a smart customer is going to shop around, you know, whether you're a tile installer, whether you're a fabricator or a restoration contractor, people will shop prices. So, you know, take a look at what they're doing. I'm sure they're raising their prices. Now, there are ways of raising your prices without looking like you're raising your prices. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, another tip would be don't be sneaky about it. You know, uh, you know, raising your prices, you don't want to just kick them up there and kind of sneak something in where, uh, where, where it doesn't need to be, that, that'll get you to lose a customer. And, and, you know, especially if you're dealing with repeat customers, you don't want to lose any of your existing uh, customers. Uh, 
explain why you're you know why you're uh, raising your prices. This is this is really important. And right now it's pretty easy to explain. Fuel prices are going going up. They're skyrocketing because I have to buy setting materials, because I have to buy equipment, because I have to you know travel to the job site. Uh, it, it's 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 going to raise the price. I mean, fuel is costing me more money. Now there are ways of doing that. One way, and I'm jumping ahead of my my notes here, but one way of doing that is to put a put a gas fee or fuel fee or a service fee. Everybody does it. If you looked at your electric bill lately, you see a fuel fee on there. Uh, and by the way, electric is something else that's going to be going up. If you're in a fab shop or just a regular shop, your your electric price is going to go up because they use fuel to power the generators. So they're going to charge you more. So those prices are going to go up as well. And I'm sure you guys are seeing are seeing that as, as well. So explain your reasoning. Uh, don't apologize. You know, I'm sorry. I have to raise my prices. I, I wouldn't. I would. I think that's the wrong way to approach it. Uh, you know, you may be sorry you have to raise prices, but listen, it's not your fault. Your customers may be in business as well, and they're raising their prices. So, you know, don't apologize. I just don't think that's that's the way to go. You may lose some customers uh, because your prices are going up. But you know what? You need to look at, do you want that kind of customer? You know, I had a, a, a situation the other day where I had a, an individual call me, and he was complaining about my price for an inspection. And I basically told him, listen, uh, I, I don't have time right now. Um, I didn't tell him, this, you know, I don't want to deal with you because you're dickering with my price or whatever, but it's the kind of customer that I don't want. So you may want to look look serious uh, at that. Uh, I'll give you the phone number out one more time, 323-870-3968 if you, if you have a comment. All right, so let's talk a little bit about um, adding fees. And I kind of mentioned this, you know, you can add a fuel surcharge if you want, a trip charge. I know a lot of guys will add a trip charge, uh, especially if they have to come back out. And it's not your fault, obviously, if you do something wrong, you're going to eat that. Um, you know, you, you may want to do that. You might want to add a temporary uh, fee on there uh, and adjust it according to fuel prices or whatever. You don't, it doesn't have to be that complicated, but there, there are ways uh, of doing that. You may want to introduce your prices in stages. Um, you know, in other words, don't come right out and say, I've got to double my price. Let's say you did. Let's say you had to double your price for some reason. You might want to do it in stages and kind of kind of step it up. Um, you might want to keep your existing customers at a certain price level, but new customers you charge that higher amount for. So you're kind of making up for it uh, with, with the new customers. And the next one I think is extremely important, add value. The reason I'm raising my prices is because uh, I'm using top quality products. Uh, I'm using the best setting materials that are out there. Um, you know, give them value for raising the prices. Just don't say, I've got to raise my prices because my prices are going up. You know, add a little bit more to that. You know, add, add some value to it. You know, um, I, I've had a, I, I'm hiring better technicians, uh, more experienced technicians, and they, they require a little higher salary. As I mentioned, my product pricing uh, is going up because I'm using top quality pricing. Just just don't raise the price. Give give the customer value. Value is always good. You know, I know, know in fabricators for years, that will give away a free sink uh, with every countertop. Uh, your restoration guys and even your installers can give away free cleaners. You know, buy a bottle of cleaner and, you know, offer that. So there are all kinds of ways Ways, ways of doing that. If you do sell along that topic, if you do sell accelerate products, like 
if you're a restoration guy or an installer and you're you're selling chemicals, uh, cleaners or whatever, um, you might want to raise the prices on on those to help make up for uh, some of your extra extra costs. And then create a lesser option for customers who don't want to pay the higher prices. Uh, I used to do this in a restoration business for the, those guys in the restoration business know what I mean when you go into a floor and there's some minor lippage there and you say, well, we're going to have to grind the lippage all the way down. And it's going to be, let's say, six bucks a square foot to take a number. And the customer kind of cringes and goes, eh, I don't know. Well, what I would do is I would say, or what we could do is we could offer you just a, you know, a light hone and polish and, and explain to them, you know, what they're going to get with a light hone and polish, but we can do that for $3 a square foot. So, you know, give them options. Uh, you installers can do the same thing based on the materials. If the customer is not supplying the material, uh, you know, for example, you know, a, a white marble, for example, you can get white marbles uh, as low as $3 a square foot on up to the $40, $50 per square foot range. So, someone's picking out a $50 marble and they're like, wow, that's, that's really, really pricey. Well, we can give you something that's uh, the same color, uh, possibly, you know, similar pattern for a lot less than that. So give your customer options. I think that's, that's the best way to go. All right. Uh, that's all I have for this week. As I said, I've kind of veered away from the, uh, the technical side, but I think this is a topic that needed to be discussed and I'd be more than happy to, uh, uh, to answer any questions you may have or comments you, you may have in anything to do with stone or tile, whether it be installation, restoration, or fabrication, uh, just, you know, send me an email. My email is fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. I'll give that out one more time. That's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. Uh, also, uh, the school, the new school that um, I'm involved with is Surfaces, and that's not spelt the way you think it would be spelt. It's spelled S-U-R-P-H-A-C-E-S. So instead of F, it's P-H-S-U-R-P-H-A-C-E-S, surfaces.com. You can check out some of the uh, uh, e-learning courses we have there as well as the uh, live courses we're going to be introducing at the, uh, at, the, at the school that I'm setting up. I'm also getting a lot of requests after this last seminar that I did out in Vegas with my stone inspection and troubleshooting class. So um, that's something I've got five people that are interested already. I limit it to 10 students. That's my max. So if anybody's interested, please drop me an email. Let me get you on the list right now. I plan on offering another class out in Las Vegas next year uh, around surfaces, which I believe is January or February. I may also have one here in Florida during the summer. I haven't quite decided yet, but if you uh, are interested in a summer class, go back to summer school. Uh, interested in a summer class, then again, drop me an email. My email one more time is fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. Well, folks, that's all for this week. Uh, as I said uh, a week or two ago, we've got a lot of exciting interviews coming up, and I'm getting ready to do one on Friday, which will air probably the following week. So uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. <laughs>